An electric shock went through Dallin Shar, ruler of a world, at the moment of his first true love kiss. He opened his eyes and found himself looking straight into Tabrell Chris's eyes, which were open also. He knew at that moment that she had felt the shock too. Her eyes were copper-brown, wide, oval as almonds. Then Tabrell closed her eyes, and Dallin did also and their lips pressed deeper into the kiss, somehow sealing what they had felt. Well, she said, pulling away from him, suddenly aware of herself. Well, indeed, Dallin said. He had recovered himself, he thought, though his voice was somehow hushed. Color touched Tabrell's cheeks, the hollow of her neck. She said, This is no way for a diplomat to act. Not unless she means it, Dallin began, then stopped because he knew he was being foolish, playing a game that was expected. Taking a deep breath, he looked straight into Debrell's eyes and said, I meant it. Her cheeks colored even deeper, and she was suddenly flustered. He rescued her from her embarrassment with a laugh, realizing that she was, after all, a diplomat, and the game was expected. Taking her arm, he continued their tour of the gardens, helping her step gingerly from the ancient wooden gazebo where they had paused, at first just to admire the flaming colors of the bloomed roses which were trellised around the structure like a blanket of perfumed scent. They took one of the many paths leading deeper into the gardens. Above, the afternoon sky had begun to fill with fat white clouds, like cotton, Cotton was, after all, what they had come to talk about. So I imagine that your quotas will be filled without difficulty, Dallin said, sensing that Tabrell would feel more comfortable returning to the initial subject of her visit. Oh, yes, Tabrell said, seemingly distracted. But the color of her cheeks had returned to its healthy normal hue, and her attention seemed to follow. "'Prime Minister Faulkner has already made arrangements with your cabinet. "'I would say the talks have gone better than expected.' "'He sensed her hesitation as something more than the lingering effects of his kiss. "'You're troubled by this?' Dallin asked. "'Suddenly she stopped and faced him on the path amid the buzzing of insects. "'Accountably, with the partial blotting of the sun by clouds, "'the spring afternoon had grown almost chilly.' She took his hands, and Dallin thought she meant to kiss him again until he saw the worry in her beautiful eyes. The negotiations went too easily, she said simply. Dallin smiled. And this is a bad thing? Yes. She had lowered her voice, which somehow troubled Dallin. Can we be heard here? Tabrell asked abruptly. Dallin shrugged. I suppose so. If my guards are doing their duty, they are sworn to secrecy, of course. I wonder. Her frown was contagious, and Dallin could not help being annoyed at this sudden change in the afternoon's events. He thought fleetingly of the feel of her soft lips on his, an uncontrollable chill of pleasure rose up his back. Anything I can do to assure you, he said. It's not that, Debrell said. It's not you, but Minister Faulkner. Dallin laughed. Minister Faulkner has been with me since I was a child. He was my father's closest advisor.
and I consider him indispensable. There are things you aren't aware of. For a moment, Dallin grew serious. If you'll confide your fears in me. Not here, she said. And suddenly, as if she had dropped that bit of business into a file and closed it, her face became relaxed again. Dallin noticed that she still held his hands in hers, and that the deep color had returned to blush her cheeks. Perhaps later, Dallin said, and only the hint of a frown touched her features before she nodded.